Raising Teens by Colette Smart with Ray Kington. Do you ever feel weird? Oh, as if. Hello, I'm Ray Kington and I'm joined by psychologist and teacher Colette Smart. Raising teens and when it comes to kids, well, initially you think you know everything and it's all good and then things just rapidly change. And with teenagers, things are always changing. This is a podcast that will give you the information that you need to tackle some of these changes. And we'd certainly love to hear from you via the Hope Media app. Your questions to Colette certainly contribute to this show and to this community as well. Now, Colette, uh, in 2020, it was a difficult year for many people for lots of different reasons, but certainly from the physicality of our lives, shaking hands, hugs, a peck on the cheek suddenly became weird. Yes, <laughs> I know. And, and I think particularly for tactile people, that mm. would have been really difficult and Many teens, not all, but many teens are very tactile. You walk into a school playground in a high school and you see girls hugging and guys fist bumping or high-fiving or just kind of roughhousing and wrestling, lots of physicality. And then suddenly they were told, sorry, 1.5 metres apart and (laughs) you can't even sit near each other in school assemblies and no uh, shaking hands at the end of sport matches. So that would have been quite tricky for some of our teens. And we know that there's a short of when there's a shortage of healthy touch, it can have detrimental effects on our health and well-being and have psychologically damaging effects. And we know that our young people have struggled with their mental health over yeah, COVID. Sure. And so I'm not saying this is the reason, but this could be part of something that is really difficult for your teen, particularly if they're struggling with their mental health. And so in Oxford University, they say, Dr. Spence suggests that smell and touch are more closely linked to the emotional centers of our brain than vision and hearing. So that means for our young people, no matter how much screen time they're getting on their devices or how much music they're listening to, it cannot fill the same emotional or well-being need as touch for them. Why, why, why are teenagers more tactile than uh, adults? I think it's part of them just having a way of connecting. I don't think they've got to the point of having these kind of social taboos or, or mm. physical boundaries as adults, you know, who, who you don't touch or who you do touch. Yeah. They're still very much, they're still very emotional and it's actually beautiful to see. And so I, I do think they're much more relaxed in that way. And in some ways it's very positive for them. And so we know that physical touch, we've seen, you know, in hospitals that we see kangaroo care having come out because they know preemie babies benefit from that skin-to-skin contact. And so I wonder sometimes as adults, are we missing out? Because what what have we done if we become so jaded that we kind of, you know... Well, I think, I think in the court, particularly for, you know, for, for those of us who, you know, work in the corporate world, you know, it's kind of frowned upon. And then, yeah. you know, I remember we had a situation where we, we did a photo shoot uh, here for the radio station and uh, uh, my co-host at the time, they're like, okay, put your arms around each other and you're like... 
okay, this is weird. Yes. Um, yeah. But, but you know what? After a little while, it's not weird. People get relaxed. I, I know. And you know? look, I, I mean, we have we have come to a point where we have to be very aware of things like sexual harassment yeah. and so on. Of course, we need to be aware of that. But I do sometimes wonder, are there some areas we've lost out? Absolutely. You know? and, and teens don't seem to be too worried about that. But for our teens, love needs touch to make it real, which is something that Dr. Spence of Oxford University says. And our teens can really struggle with touch hunger. They need to know what safe touch looks like. And in in their homes particularly Mm. is where our teenagers learn what safe touch is. Girls around their dads, boys around mums or boys around sisters or female family members, they learn what appropriate touch is by us modeling it. And also when somebody goes, no, thanks, I don't want to be touched, that is also learning safe touch or, or touch boundaries. So also, you know, keeping in mind our children on the autism spectrum, mm. some kids on the spectrum cannot stand certain types of touch. Uh, some people on the spectrum say they like very firm hugs or firm fine and, and certain types of touch. If it's a type of touch that is sudden to them and they hadn't expected it, it can cause a lot of stress or anxiety for our teens on the spectrum. So we need to just be aware of that. But when our teens... Even if they're saying, I don't want a hug uh, or I don't want you to kiss me goodnight anymore, don't back off from affection altogether. Mm. Say something to them like, what kind of touch feels safe or loving for you? you you're my child and I, I love you and I still want to do things that expresses that love. That's how our family is. Tell me what works for you. And for some kids, it might just be a certain period of time sitting close, snuggled up to dad on the couch, really next to him watching a movie. Uh, it could be uh, head massages or uh, fist bumps or whatever it might be for a period of time. Some teen boys love side hugs uh, rather than bear hugs for a period of time. So it's really just talking to your teen about what is their love language in terms of physical touch and doing that more with them, not forcing what you think they need onto them. Yeah. <laughs> a funny thing happened the other day. My my daughter uh, picked up a bit of a bit of a funny throat and I said look I'm not going to kiss you tonight I'm just going to blow you a kiss and uh, I said to my other daughter I said mm, you've been hanging out with her today a lot <laughs> you're just getting a blow of a kiss because I don't want to get sick and and she was kind of like oh see what you've done <laughs> now I don't get one and 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 they're just you know they're just a simple you know peck on the cheek yeah. at night but funny enough I, I actually didn't think they'd care but it actually meant something yeah, yeah. it does and M- it's often when, when they when it's taken away from them or from them and or, and it's not there anymore mm. they miss it i've had so many teens in my offices say to me my parents used to come and kiss me goodnight or yeah. come and sit on my bed at night and i don't know what happened they don't do it anymore mm. and i miss it so as parents that we must remember to find out what our, our kids need from us and just keep connecting with them in a tactile way we would love to hear from you your experiences your thoughts via the hope media app